so um do you remember a couple episodes back when i was talking about taking care of a dog and being afraid that it would just poop on me remember that? yes well um that dog is making another reappearance um oh. because i will be taking care of him for the next two weeks okay so there's more chances of poop happening <laughs> there are more chances um i you know I, i'm not gonna lie i i am a cat person through and through yeah so um i'm a little nervous about the next couple weeks i can't lie because when a dog looks at me mm-hmm. i don't know what it's trying to tell me do you know what i mean that's how i feel with cats like, that's exactly yeah, how see, i feel with cats and see i feel with cats i can look into their eyes and i know what they're thinking see that's i just I know that's the craziest thing like there truly is a humongous difference between cat and dog people because with dogs mm-hmm. i can look at them and go look how happy or look he wants something or he wants to like hang out with me and then when i look at a cat i just think of like it planning world domination it has a bomb hidden somewhere it's going to hurt me something bad's going to happen complete evil vibes from cats all of them i don't like this cat slander I'm tired of it. I'm tired (laughs) of people thinking that cats are evil when, let's just say, people are evil. So Mm. maybe the reason you hate cats is because they remind you of something in yourself. I I am tired. about that one. Tired of the cat slander. I I don't want to slander them. I I don't because I do enjoy your cats. That's the difference. Like, when I go to your house (laughs) and I hang out with them, I'm like, okay, fine. This is okay. But would I prefer it? No, I would prefer a dog. See, I... I prefer cats because they leave me alone. Like I, that's I don't, sad. That's really sad. Yeah, but I I like being alone. I I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And when a dog looks at me twenty four seven, I'm like, what do you want? What are you trying to say to me right now? Do you need to go out? Do you want attention? Are you just bored? Like, what are you What are you thinking? And especially hmm. if they have to go out, then I'm starting to panic. I'm like, okay, if you have to go out, like, is it time or is it not? Like, it's just a bomb. <laughs> you know what? In, in fact. When a dog is looking at me, I think, do you have a bomb in your ass? Like, what is going on? (laughs) I'm so terrified. This is crazy. I'm sick and tired of the dog slander. I feel (laughs) like this is something wrong with you because you seem to sound like you don't like clinginess and dogs are too clingy for you. And I feel like that's just not true because sometimes they just like go and do their own thing. They're not like constantly around. Every dog I've ever been around has always wanted to like shadow their owner. Well, I don't know what that says about my dogs, but they usually kind of just like (laughs) go and chill and that's it. But I mean, I don't know. I love them so much. I couldn't, I don't think I could ever live without having a dog. Well, I think that honestly, I think whatever you grew up with is what you end up preferring when you're an adult. I think so. Like if you, yeah, if you grew up with cats, then you probably prefer cats. And if you grew up with dogs. Right. You know, you prefer, you prefer dogs. You know, what's, you know what's even crazier? The people that have both, because that means they can understand both. I think those are the people that should be running mm-hmm. the government because they can both understand dogs and cats. And I think that's a true talent. <laughs> they should be running the government? Yeah. Like, I think they're more trustworthy because they, they have more open communication because they have the patience for both animals. I just think that's like a, t- a super talent. Superpower. Well, I wish I had that talent because I'll have to somehow cultivate that in the next two weeks. 
Yikes. Well, good luck with that. But you know what I <laughs> wish I had a talent for? Being oh, able no, to what? understand this show. I wish I had that talent. Oh, yeah. And that's probably um, a good segue into the welcome for this episode. Yeah, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, welcome, everyone. Um, This episode, yeah, it's kind of a doozy. And to be honest, this episode took each storyline like two to a hundred it went from like zero to a hundred yes but also it just felt like one giant prank did you not like get like big (laughs) prank vibes you know what i did write down that the show after since the um last episode Mm -hmm. this show has had like a different vibe do you feel the vibe i feel i feel something different definitely different and Mm -hmm. i did like think about this like i completely forgot because of how last episode was a whole flashback episode i forgot mm-hmm. everything that happened before that episode so when we jumped into yeah. this one and a whole different story was happening i was completely lost because right out the gate it seems like all the girls hate each other and i i just didn't know what i was missing i thought i was watching an episode after this episode where i was like oh maybe i skipped too many yeah. but i went back and i'm like oh no this is the right one i'm supposed to be on episode 14 so mm-hmm yeah i definitely big vibe changes well yeah and i mean think about it this way too we're watching it the same way that everyone else watched it which was once a week so that right. means that like we the, I, i'm sure the people the people who are watching it when it premiered probably felt the same way of like what is mm-hmm. happening that's um, an interesting way to think about it i forgot about that yeah mm-hmm. but uh before we get too deep um I just want to say that this is season two, episode fourteen, mm-hmm. and the t- the the title is um, interesting. Uh, it's through many dangers, toils, and snares. So I'm assuming that's like a lit- like a literary reference or something. It's got to be. I'm too dumb to know. So. I, have no idea. <laughs> I, I honestly, because like, sometimes they do have their titles kind of match what's going to be happening or does happen in the episode. Mm-hmm. But this one, I I don't even know what they were trying to reference yeah. to. Who knows? But um, do you want to hear the summary? I would love to. Wonderful. So in this episode, a month has passed since the Dr. Sullivan incident, and the girls are stuck doing community service. It appears as though the girls are on the brink of a breakup, but not as all as it seems. Meanwhile, the girls are trying to cut themselves off from relationships, which ironically bring their loved ones closer. For the first time, A isn't the one calling the shots mm-hmm great summary yep why thank you mm-hmm. um so kind of like my summary says um it's has been a month since the last episode that wasn't a flashback <laughs> <laughs> um episode 12 yeah that's kind of a long time actually and things have changed definitely yes um because the girls are doing community service for it's explained by other delinquents that there are they're doing this because of evidence tampering. Mm-hmm. Which so I, I as get, the though. other people that are with them in the other orange jumpsuits say, mm-hmm. like apparently Spencer's mom got all of the girls kind of off the hook with yeah. I guess a lesser charge, which happens to be the evidence tampering. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of I don't want to say sad because I'm not sad, but I'm kind of disappointed. I guess that we couldn't really see like a little bit of the trial episode of what the mom had to do to get them that lesser sentence. I was kind of curious mm-hmm. to see how that would have 
went about, but they were just straight to community service, and they were just, they all hated each other. They were all bickering. They were, and they even, Emily and Spencer even started to fight. They had, they had oh, like, yeah. a serious, like, fist, fisticuffs. <laughs> they were getting down so and dirty intense. that you know spencer took her trash and threw it at emily and the, of course mm-hmm. when you throw trash at somebody it just explodes on impact and of yogurt course. goes all over them mm-hmm. and um we learn in the fight that apparently emily like wants to make a deal with a mm-hmm. uh and all the other girls seem to not be on board with right. that idea um so that's kind of interesting, but mm-hmm. you can definitely um, feel the the tone change, especially with like how aggressive all the girls are all of a sudden. Right. Like I feel like they're all so much more bold than they were just like two episodes ago. Exactly. I feel like whatever happened in the period from episode 12 where they were covered in dirt and then the flashback <laughs> episode to now hardened yeah. them to the core because yeah. they're just they're different. You can definitely tell they're different. I don't know if it's they're not as scared, which is weird because Possib- they yeah. A, set them up completely. So I would be even more scared now than be less scared. I definitely well, don't you know, know what? how that changed. I think they're less scared of A, perhaps, because it, it's, you know, it, they think that Garrett and Jenna are A. So they think mm-hmm. they already know who A is. So to them, I think that they're a little cocky. Because they're I like, oh, so. we know who, who it is. Uh, and speaking of Garrett, he's watching this whole thing go down. Yeah, he's watching um, them fight in their orange jumpsuits. Yeah. And he seems a little smug. He seems happy that they're getting, you know, what came yeah. to them. And trash is all over Emily. He seems to be happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, when when I first saw this intro, I thought that it was just going to be like Spencer and Emily who were like about to fight every second. Mm-hmm. But then the uh, the next scene is with Hannah and Emily, and even those two are like look look like they're on the fritz. You know, right? It seems like everyone is against Emily in this episode. Um, yeah. So it's the I, I guess she proposed to make a deal with A. And she mentioned how she's the weakest link and all that stuff. So she's like, mm-hmm. you know what? If you're going to treat me this way, I'm just going to go and make a deal with A. And they seem to not like that. Yeah, which um, before, obviously, I had finished the episode, my initial thoughts were like, first of all, I didn't like that they were all ganging up on Emily. I really didn't mm-hmm. like that. And then the second thing was like, I thought that the whole thing with like, make, like making a deal with A was a good idea. So, um, to me at first, I was like, this is all like stupid, but obviously Mm -hmm. things change. Yeah. Um, but another part of this scene is that we learn Hannah's dad is like freezing Hannah out and Mm -hmm. got married anyway. Apparently, uh, Isabel forgave him. I was a little shocked. I definitely didn't think Mm -hmm. that that was something that Tom could recover from so quickly where Isabel would just (laughs) marry him somewhere else i mean it was kind of crazy that i mean hannah literally said like hey he slept with my mom while like you were in another state and she was just like i'm mad about it but i'm still gonna marry him yeah like it's fine like even though i found out very dramatically in the like in the middle of my wedding Mm -hmm. i'm still fine yeah it's all good so (laughs) i was kind of upset i definitely didn't i don't know i don't want tom to get remarried because i know that 
you know, Hannah would definitely be hurt by it because the whole Kate thing and not being too good on the, you know, same page with her dad. So I was like, mm-hmm. Dawn, I can't believe he, like, just did that. Like, that's crazy. It just shows he's horrible. Yeah, I don't like Tom. And I am... Uh, honestly, I also don't like him for freezing Hannah out. I feel like as a mm-hmm. parent, your job is not to be petty. Your job is to, like, communicate with your child. Right. And honestly, too... Tom ultimately is the one in the wrong. So uh, it's you know what it is? It's the same thing with Ella and Boyle. Mm-hmm. They everyone's forgetting that he's the one that started this. Right. He's the one that started it. I mean, it's just all these men. You, you know what it is? All of the men on the show except Toby either they want to be with underage girls or they're like cheating all the time. Like what I don't know what this is. Well, also with Toby would be Caleb cuz I don't think Caleb's cheating on Hannah or likes younger girls so we can group him oh, in there true. but everyone else is is just horrible horrible garbage trash mm-hmm. and <laughs> I, I don't understand why it's such a frequent thing with the guys like i would i can understand like maybe one to two guys but almost all of them do that so i don't know why it's such a frequent theme in the in you know this show i don't know but definitely it, it did bother me a lot that tom was just like you know what i can't believe she said that but like, you definitely had to, like, had talked Isabel, like, it was a mistake, you know, we mm-hmm. were drunk, and, like, you know, all the excuses, where she was like, oh, okay, fine, and then they just, like, went and got married somewhere else, so it just, it, it just bothered me. Modern day romance. Right. Um, <laughs> the other part of this uh, same scene is that uh, Emily gets a fax, which is, like, who gets a fax? I, I could not believe weird. this. <laughs> Ashley's, like... I feel like- <laughs> walks over to the fax mas- machine and it's like <laughs> and she's like emily it's for yeah. you and i'm like who first of all how does somebody know that emily is getting faxes at hannah's house and second of all who's sending faxes that's the most that's what i one. mean even for 2012 it feels a little outdated i don't right. know i don't know though but um you know she gets the fax and she smiles and uh turns out the facts which we'll see later but we'll just talk about it now i truly thought the facts was from a i was like wow a is really going back in time with this (laughs) fact stuff yeah like a whips out her pager and she's like paging (laughs) everybody but no but no one's responding because no one else has a pager exactly that'd be great (laughs) um but yeah it turns out the facts is actually very good news and it's um it's emily's like uh health clearance saying that she can swim again Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately her coach is like, no, not happening. You are a juvenile delinquent and I hate you. You gross me out. Goodbye. I was so sad. Away. I was like, poor Emily. She just wants to like swim. Like literally that's all she wants to do. Like she doesn't like anything else except girls. Mm-hmm. And the coach is like, no, you can't. You're a felon. You're a gang member. <laughs> oh my God. I'm surprised you, know you don't what? have tattoos all over your face right now. <laughs> you know what though? Earlier what you just said. You're so right that Emily, her entire personality is just being gay and swimming. Exactly. That's all she's got. That's all it is. Do I hate her for it? No. Is it a little bland? A little. But this poor girl, all she wants to do is swim. And the coach is like a huge jerk. And it's not like Emily killed somebody. I mean, they think she did, but she really didn't, you know? (laughs) And I guess (laughs) the whole school knows that Spencer's mom is a lawyer or whatnot and got them off whatever original thing they had Mm -hmm. so even the coach knowing like she was like so 
annoying. She's like, I can't even give you the acceptance of you to be on the team anyway. I'm going to have to talk to the principal. It's like, no, you don't. You're the swim coach. Just say yes or no. Don't make it more difficult than it has to be. You know what's so ridiculous, too? She also basically insinuated that it's also um, the girls on the team. She has to make sure they're okay with it because it might make them uncomfortable to have Emily on the team. Wow. What are you saying right now? That's bold, woman. If if these teenagers care that much, they, they need to get a life. Honestly. Oh, yeah, obviously. But I, I did really feel bad for Emily because she's like, you can definitely see, like, the life kind of drain out of her because she was, she's been waiting mm-hmm. since, I don't know how long. It's not really, like, obvious the time frame. But ever since the cream that A put the steroids in it and then she got the ulcer, like, she went through all these yeah. things that she couldn't swim. And now all of a sudden she's like, fine, I'm healthy and I'm great. And she goes to the coach and she's like, no. No, you're, you almost were in prison. I can't. You can't be on the team. No. Sorry. You know what, though? I guess they all do think that Emily was, like, messing with a murder weapon that killed Allison, which is pretty, it's a little hardcore. So. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know, though. Plus, I, I don't know, though, how much everyone knows, but it is right. a small town. Like, like, exactly. So. You just completed my mind. Because I could definitely feel, like, I know what the girls know and what the, everyone else knows Mm -hmm. and like the parents and stuff but rumors go around the town i know that town puts out so many rumors and stuff and all the kids at school talk so Mm -hmm. i feel like if other rumors have gotten around that like all of the girls actually killed allison or they were saying things and then the teacher overheard them and then the Mm -hmm. other teachers talk in the lounge and then more rumors like you know how crazy it is especially in like these crazy shows but i feel like just things got out of hand so there's not really like actual truth going around so whatever that teacher knows or whatever i mean the coach whatever she really knows is probably not even true and she just heard it from like a student or something so there's that but uh the scene after um emily gets her facts uh we have mike and aria walking down the street and thankfully mike is doing better i'm actually that's good happy for mike i i don't like mike Mm -hmm. but the medicated and now going to therapy mike is so much easier Mm -hmm. to just watch on screen than the i hate my life i hate my parents mike (laughs) so i'm really happy that he's getting his life under control because it just makes watching the episode so much easier when he's not stealing things or pushing his mother downstairs oh you didn't like that when he was i kind of you know what i kind of like not that not that I'm like, you know, glorifying depression, but Mike's like rebellious nature. I, I did enjoy watching that because I felt like it added a little bit of spice in Arya's home. But I will say, though, that um, Arya later on adds her own spice. Yeah. <laughs> to this family. <laughs> oh, well, she adds a whole bucket of whatever she adds Mm -hmm. because well did i enjoy mike being rebellious Mm, i guess i mean it definitely added to the episodes but like it was annoying it was annoying because the like lack of communication because he couldn't like express how he was feeling and i guess he didn't understand but like it Mm. wasn't the mom's fault which was like why he was being rebellious so i think that's why it was annoying to watch him be that way because it was his dad's fault and he wasn't even being like he wasn't pushing him around you know what I mean? Yeah, well, like I said before, it's the same thing with Tom. It's like everyone's forgetting that the man is trash. It's not the mm-hmm. woman's fault the man is trash. True. Um, just the way it is. Well, th- another thankfully- man that's trash 
is mm-hmm. Arya and Mike walk into Mr. Fitz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they do. They do walk into him quite literally, and um, he's coming from the bike shop. By the way, did you notice that? I, <gasps> I did not notice the bike that. Shop. Yeah, wow. he didn't walk so out that with means anything. He still rides did he? his bike. No, he did. He bought something. Hmm. Maybe like a bike lock. I don't know what don't he know. bought. I don't know. A horn. Um, <laughs> a horn. <laughs> a little basket. <laughs> a, a little basket for him to put his loaves of baguettes. His baguettes or all of his literature. Because, you know, he's, a, he's oh. a man of... Yeah, he just loves oh, literature because he's I, so artsy. How could I not think of that? I apologize. I know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they and it, they run into Ezra. And it's very awkward. Yeah. And we kind of learn that Arya has been ghosting him for about a month. Mm-hmm. And they basically broke up. Kind of. Um, but they are obviously flirting. And Mike literally knows. Oh, He's well, like, Mike, uh, now that Mike yeah. is on medication, his eyes are actually open, so that's great news. But, of course, <laughs> he could definitely tell, like, I don't think he knows that something was, like, up or, like, they were dating or they had dated. I think he mm-hmm. was just, like, this is suspicious behavior, and they're a little too close for comfort, but I don't know if he really knew the extension of it. But he definitely mm-hmm. was like, this is weird. This is, this is not right. Yeah. Um, which, I mean... Mike's feelings towards this whole situation will definitely be revealed uh, mm-hmm. later, which is very interesting. Yes. Um, but we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next scene is Spencer and Garrett. And Spencer, she, again, she has grown much more bold um, because she, like, walks straight up to Garrett and is like, Basically saying, I know that you and Jenna put us up, and like sent mm-hmm. us up with the shovel and Dr. Sullivan and all that kind of right. stuff. Which um, I think I just want to like backpack on what you said. Now that I like, now that you said it, where like they know mm-hmm. they they not that they know, but they assume that Jenna and Garrett are a. It kind of puts a different perspective on the episode now that I think about it because mm-hmm. at first I was just like, oh, they're just like doing this. I don't know why, but. They think they know something and they actually don't. So now that I think about it, it's clear that they thought Jenna and Garrett, they were going to catch them in some grand scheme. And it's kind of funny, like, if you would rewatch it knowing that, how (laughs) dumb they are. Exactly. Because they always do this. They think they know something and they go so hard on that one thing they think they know and it ruins everything. I know. And it's really really annoying because you're exactly Mm -hmm. right. Like, they have, like, one tiny inkling of something, and they just go with it, and it's definitely, like, zero to 100, like, super fast. And mm-hmm. it's it's hard to watch, I would have to say. It's hard to watch, because all you want to, kind of, you know what it is? It's kind of like the miscommunication trope. Yes. It's, it's, yes. it's hard to watch in that way. Um, but I will say, though, that I think that Spencer, like usual, is playing her hand too openly because mm-hmm. she's basically telling Garrett that I'm suspicious of you. And Garrett, you know, he can't, it's not good that he knows that because then he'll just clam up more and they'll and Jenna and him will just do more things to make secrets happen. Exactly. So I, I think it's dumb. It's I think it's very dumb. I think it's very dumb because they already had they already put the shovel or whatever that killed Allison or the murder weapon, they already handed it to the girls, basically. They already did their deed, Jenna and Garrett, and they got away with it. 
So that the girls thinking that they can actually overpower them when they were already caught already, it just drives Mm -hmm. me crazy. Like, they don't know what they're up against, honestly. They don't. Um, And we'll see that later on, too. But um, we also learn that Jason has been gone for a month as well. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't, I don't remember the last scene we saw him in. I really don't. So I mean, the last thing we saw him the was the flashback, but that didn't technically count. Yeah, that was a flashback. The, yeah, episode. exactly. But also, Spencer does mention she doesn't straight out say it. She says "club" to Garrett. She doesn't say "NAT club," yep. but she mentions a club. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he's gonna put two and two two and two together and go, "Oh, well, she knows about the club, so maybe she does know more than." So I can see exactly. that her bluffing game is it good? I guess so. Um, but is the execution and the plan good? No. Well, they think they have a plan, but, um, They think. Yes. And this plan kind of comes out more, uh, mm-hmm. when Spencer comes into, uh, their English class and, um, turns out that, I, I, actually, I forgot that their English teacher is now Aria's mom. I completely forgot that. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I wish... I don't know. Ella's mom, I just feel like every scene she's in, she takes it too seriously. And then when, mm-hmm. like, a serious thing happens, she's not serious about it. So it's just, well, her priorities aren't Yeah, free. I don't know what it is. It's really odd because in this um, in this classroom, uh, Emily, like, l- like, literally runs into Spencer and makes yeah. Spencer's books, like, go flying. Mm-hmm. And, again, they almost fight in the middle of the classroom. And... Ella is like, hey, stop it. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what more to expect from her. I really don't. I guess I shouldn't expect anything. Yeah, because she has very lackluster responses to things that are actually, like, very alarming. Right. Um, I mean, they literally almost started, like, fist fighting in the classroom. I know, and I loved it. I did love it. Yeah. I did like the messiness of it all. I can't help it. Was it was just very messy. I think it was overly messy. I think it could have been a little bit better, but I don't know. Again, I liked watching Emily try to fight people. I guess. That's <laughs> funny. I guess it was just, again, we're, we're, they're going off of something that they think is foolproof, and mm-hmm. it's really not. Well, um, yeah. So... Then after the after the almost fight, um, A texts Emily and basically says like, "Hey, do you still want to make a deal?" And yeah. Emily very obviously and very suspiciously like and Ella looks around the classroom. This. Yeah, I know. Looks around the classroom and there's like there's the word yes is like written is already written on the board. Mm-hmm. So Emily goes up to it and circles the yes to like respond to A. You know what's annoying. And- uh, yeah that they know a is in that classroom and they're fine with it here's the thing though if they think jenna is a they know she's blind <laughs> she wouldn't oh, see that even wow. if she was in the classroom oh wow <laughs> wow okay yeah i mean so- i have to hand it to them <laughs> she was trying to be sneaky and creative, and she, I mean, she couldn't just like yell out yes in the classroom and not look like a crazy person. Can you not respond to a blocked number? Is that the, how that works? 
I don't know. I've never been, I don't know. I don't, I really honestly truly don't know. Oh gosh. I I And here's the thing too. Um you know, they obviously think Garrett is in on it and they know Garrett's not there. So like it, the whole the whole circle thing made no sense. It really didn't. It didn't make any I'm sense. I'm sorry. Was it was it interesting because it was, you know, she was trying to be sneaky and I mean, I don't know. How is she, she I guess she doesn't know really how to get in touch with A except for the text message, but I don't know if you can text back that number like you said. But again, it just bothered me that she has to know that one of the classmates is either A or an A minion for some reason. And circling the mm-hmm. yes is going to get back to them and the whole plan would be on. But wouldn't you be concerned, like, if you got a text after that, after you circled the yes, I would just be like, all right, who are you? Where are you? Where are you sitting? Because you're in here. I know you're in here. You answered me. Like, come on. So easy. Well, the the thing is is these girls they again they already think they know everything they already think right that. so and to them it's like this is like a covert operation that they're trying to like pull one over on on a this feels like a, a mission impossible movie but the mission is yeah. possible <laughs> it's possible but just asking like a couple questions it's possible if, if you guys weren't idiots mm-hmm well, gosh. All right. So the next scene is um, Arya and Hannah talking. And Arya is explaining how she's upset still about the whole Jackie and Ezra thing. Yeah. Um, but Hannah kind of basically hints that Spencer is telling everybody to lie low. And so that kind of tells me that Spencer has taken it upon herself to be like the leader of the group, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I've, I've kind of always... Me. I mean... The, I, leader is a strong mm-hmm. word but i always have felt like spencer has been the one to always kind of like push ahead and be like the mm-hmm. plan maker i feel yeah well it's it's the hastings way so right <laughs> i guess of that course. makes sense um and then uh after that um a not a well technically a but um emily she opens up her locker and um in a book with Spencer's name in it, it says, meet tonight at 10. So mm-hmm. even before the whole reveal, I kind of was like, why is it in Spencer's book? So it kind of already made me sus mm-hmm. of the whole thing, honestly. Um, well, because when they bumped into each other in Ella's classroom, you could clearly see, like, Emily reach across and take Spencer's book because all their their books fell over the floor, of course. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, wouldn't Spencer notice that Emily took her book? Why isn't she asking for it back? So I was already yeah. kind of like, what's happening? Because that mm-hmm. Spencer definitely, if they're really fighting, Spencer would have been like, give me my book back. And they would have gotten another fight or something. So I felt like that was like strange. Yeah. Uh, there's already some clues happening. But um, right. speaking of clues, the next scene has a strange clue in it. Um, because it's Lucas and Hannah, and apparently Lucas is, Lucas is helping her, like, get down all of these, um, community service photos, um, off the internet for her, Mm -hmm. and, um, when Lucas opens up his laptop, there is, like, this college basketball, like, sports betting website open or something, (laughs) and, uh, Hannah is like, oh, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's nothing, and then, like, clicks Mm -hmm. away from it. Yeah. Very suspicious very suspicious and she doesn't ask another question Mm -hmm. about it of course not right (laughs) because why would she yeah yeah Uh, because she only cares that there's not pictures of her in an orange jumpsuit online 
Yeah, even though those photos look, look, like, look like a photo shoot. I mean, whose who's camera was that? I mean, <laughs> honestly. It, maybe it was Garrett's. I don't know. Because if you were taking maybe. a picture, like, secretly, it would be kind of fuzzy. Like, you took it off an Android. Yeah, but also, too, like, their phones, I can guarantee their phone cameras were not that great then. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was straight up HDR <laughs> level It was photos. 4K. It was in 4K. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Lucas has this weird website open, and we already saw in the last episode that he was part of the initial schemes against Allison. Right. So, who knows what's going on there? Very weird. But, uh, the next scene is Ezra and Boyle, and they are working together, and once again, Boyle invites Ezra over for dinner. I, 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 I don't even know what to say. I, Boyle I, slash Byron <laughs> is the stupidest person on earth, and so is his wife. Mm-hmm. And Ezra is the second stupidest person on earth because he thinks that he's really going to be bros. He thinks he's going to be broskies with his girlfriend's dad that's in high school. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, is he really thinking this? Shall we just go through that whole storyline right now? Because he might as well at this I point. I mean, it's like a, yeah. It's like a glaring... It's, it's glaring just, in my mind. Yeah, it um, definitely is like a curse on this episode. 100%. Um, so later on, um, in that same office, Arya goes to return um, Ezra's book. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a one last like thing to say goodbye or something. And obviously, Jackie finds her. Of course yeah, she did. Of course. And is, <laughs> and is threatening her again she's like i thought um, i told you to stay away from him and she's like I'm, i was just returning a book and she's like what's this a little note a little love note to ezra your dad would love to read this note i bet I'm like girl please she definitely like looked up she probably googled how to play villain in tv right. show because the way Google, she speaks yeah. is like a disney villain oh yeah definitely she was like how to how to mm-hmm. be a villain and also how do i intimidate people mm-hmm. just stand taller than her them. top two google searches <laughs> if you looked on her computer mm-hmm. uh well guess who walks in to interrupt this little uh scene is is ezra <laughs> right because why not and why not and i cannot believe in the next scene Arya immediately confesses that Jackie was the one to, like, blackmail her and is trying to break them up. I couldn't believe it. Again, again, this show sets up a storyline only to, like, solve it in the next ten minutes. She's not strong enough. She's just not strong enough. She's not the person that can do those things. What do you mean? Like, keep a secret? Like, she definitely... Keep a secret, no. And she's not strong enough to, like... Because remember when she was going to Jackie in the first place to, like, be like, oh, get out of town, stay away from Ezra, because yeah. A put her up to it, and she could barely talk to her? Like, she just can't. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, surprisingly, Ezra takes it really well, too. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's kind of just like, oh, she was bothering you, and that's why you broke with me? Oh, well, that's, if that, why don't you just tell me? Eh, are we back together? Can we go back to my apartment now? Or do you want to eat first? Or what's, what's the deal? Well, I mean, he has a deal because this whole Jackie situation inspires him to go and um, tell it, Arya's parents. Insane. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. He really was like, oh, I know how to fix this. I'll just tell her my I'll just tell him myself. So Jackie doesn't mm-hmm. tell him. Sure, Ezra. Go Great ahead. plan. 
Right. Yeah, and uh, he goes ahead and he totally confesses the relationship. And, and he's like, you know what, <laughs> Boyle and Ella, I got something to tell you. I have been macking on your daughter yep. since the very beginning. Yeah. And they're like, what? It's they're so funny, speechless. too, because I know, because even Ella says, basically just tells him to shut up and not say anything, because if he says the next words, we'll have to do something about it. Because she, she's literally like, don't tell me. I don't want to have yeah. to deal with this right now. Can you not tell me that you've been dating my daughter? Because I just really, I just, <laughs> yeah. I'm tired, you know? I just want to go and take a bath and pretend I'm a good mom. I, you know what? I will say, though, that Boyle had the most, like, most... Hmm. it wasn't a normal response but it was close to normal i think it i think it was i mean again i think they were a little shell-shocked they were just like they were friends with this guy two seconds ago and Mm -hmm. now he's dating their daughter which they didn't know about so i think that they were they were completely in shock but byron definitely was like you're not saying what i think you're saying because that means i'm gonna have Mm -hmm. to beat you up right now because i'm gonna have to beat you up and I've never beat somebody up in my life. And I'm going to have to use my fist. And I've never used my fist before. I I know. And, you know, to me, Arya, it must be so deluded to think that if, if, that if she just got up and held his hand and said, I love him. I know. All of a sudden her parents would be like, oh, okay, honey. Like, we're sorry. Our bad. Like, keep doing what you're doing. Like, oh, we love sorry. You. Like, no. Oh, I didn't know you loved each other. Why don't you just tell us? <laughs> If you told us you loved him, we would have been happy. That's what she thinks. That's honestly, in her dumb mind, that's what she thinks. Of course that's what she thinks, because that's exactly what she does. They're staring at him because they're like, I can't believe this is happening. And then Arya's like, I don't know how to fix this, because I'm a fixer. I'm just going to go up to him and mm-hmm. hold his hand and say, Mom, Dad, I love him. And then they'll be fine. And then they'll accept the relationship, because it's love. You can't, you can't mess with love, Mom and Dad. I do, I do love, though, that, like, Boyle's like, you're finished, dude. You're done. You're done, Bro, you're absolutely done. We're never, we're never having dinner again. Do you hear me, bro? Yeah, I'm gonna drink that whiskey bottle all by myself, okay? (laughs) I'm gonna drink till I'm so drunk I can't even remember you, dude. Uh... But uh, Mike comes down, you know, he comes downstairs course, in the middle Mike. of this whole t- situation. Yeah, and it's so funny, too. Ella is like, Mike, you might want to go upstairs. This is, like, not yeah, a good yeah. time. Ella's like, uh, Mike, honestly, <laughs> if you need, if if you want more therapy, more therapy, you should stay downstairs. But if you want less therapy, yeah. stay upstairs. But Mike wants more therapy because he <laughs> stays downstairs. He Not only does and, he stay downstairs. I know. He walks into the situation that's happening and then mm-hmm. Byron's like, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to punch you, Ezra. I'm going to punch you right now. And Ezra's like, please don't do that, Mr. Montgomery. I thought we were pals. And then Mike just <laughs> punches Ezra right in the mouth. Yeah, and I will say, first of all, very bad punching acting because Ezra <laughs> barely moved his head when he was punched. Um, second, uh-huh. no one really reacted. They were just like, hmm, that was weird. Move on. Like, <laughs> Did Mike just odd. punch Ezra? I think so. Hmm. <laughs> anyways and then he of course like the blood is like coming out from the side of his mouth it's not like dripping mm-hmm. down his lip it's coming out from the side yeah like guys. he definitely he definitely bit a blood capsule and was just, oh, like whoa. spitting outside of his mouth <laughs> 100%. oh my god it was just so bad it was awkward it was actually like if i was in that room mm-hmm. i would be like guys this is too awkward i have to go 
I know. Um, but the 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 next part of this whole saga is uh, Boyle and Ella kind of talking alone, kind of mm-hmm. thinking through the whole situation. They always do and that. They're always like, our children are so messed up. Let's talk about it super loudly downstairs where they can overhear us and they, they're listening at the top of the stairs. Well, yeah, because definitely Arya is. But also, Boyle is speaking facts. He's like, you know what? This dude is like basically a predator. Like, no, uh, he's done. And Ella is like, well, maybe he's not done. Like, I can't believe what? this. Oh, my First God. First of all, the woman it. is like, at the police station, she's like, you better get out of here because if Spencer's parents hear about this, you're finished. You're finished in this town. Mm-hmm. And then if he's dating Arya, she's like, well, I suppose he's not a bad guy. Are you? But did your I, brain fall out of your head? Because you I weren't know, the one that got punched. I, I called it because I knew that she would, like, once Arya's like, oh, but I love him, she'd be like, well, if you love him, maybe it's okay, maybe. I knew it. <laughs> I knew she would fold. I can't believe this. I really can't. I know that you ha- have been saying, like, that they're endgame and that eventually the parents know and they kind of accept it. But the fact that she started accepting it in the same episode, I was just... I was in complete shock. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, what I was yeah. seeing. I was like, is, is she okay? She's actually okay with this? She's letting this happen? Well, Arya hears that and she moves and she goes downstairs to talk to them and confront them because I think that she mm-hmm. saw her move when Ella said that. Right. Um, and Arya just basically says, please, guys, like, I love him. It's more than just whatever. Please, please, um, please. It would make me so happy if I could just love I know. him. Please. You know, I, I never course, asked for anything. Even though she asked for so much. But, of course, <laughs> uh, Boyle, like, tells her or someone tells her to go to her room. And here's the thing. If you are still young enough for your parents to tell you to go to your room and that you're grounded, yeah. you're too young to you're be dating young. a 20-something-year-old man okay yeah and if your parents are sitting there trying to debate if it's okay for you to date said 20 something year old man Mm -hmm. there's a big problem there's even a bigger problem while you're in your room it's just it's mind-boggling and um the next scene is is a little bit more mind-boggling as well in, in a different sense because uh it's ezra in his office and he's like nursing his wounds by a teenage boy and wow. uh <laughs> and he's drinking of course and Jackie walks in because she wants to, like, comfort him, I think. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, she's kind of saying facts because she's like, you know, this couldn't have lasted. She's a teenager. Yeah. She's a teenager. But I mean, course, though, do I like Jackie? To... No. But does no. she know the facts? Yes. Yes, but she's saying it not because she thinks he's a creep, but because she wants to get with him, which is, like, totally against Well, yeah, that doesn't make it any better. No. Um... But she, uh, I guess she's donezo because Ezra tells her to leave. Like, never talk to him again, basically, right? I wonder. Yeah, he definitely is like, just get out of here. And he, like, slams the door on her. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if she, after this, if she's, like, leaving town or if she's going to stick around and try to figure out how to, like, get him back somehow. I wonder if they're going to play that card. I don't know. Well, because I will say that Ezra and Arya are probably done for a little bit. Yeah, I think they're on a little break because the parents have to sit down at the table once more and see if they like the Mm -hmm. guy or not. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, another relationship on the Fritz is uh, Mm -hmm. Toby and Spencer. Oh, boy, is it. 
Yes. Um, so going all the way back to um, after the scene where Boyle and Ezra are talking without the knowledge of, of Arya being his girlfriend. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's after that is uh, Spencer walking home and Toby is waiting for her, um, like leaning on his truck outside her house. Yeah. And um, we learn that both of her parents are out of town because Melissa has like a heart condition <laughs> randomly. Yeah. Um, Something's going weird. on with her. So they're in Philadelphia. Yeah. And see, here's the thing. They have their daughter who's in the middle of community service and just got arrested for perhaps murder. They, and their thought is, we'll both leave. They're crazy. We both have Spencer's to parents are actually crazy people because they are going to go, both of them are just going to get up and go to Philadelphia and just hang out with mm-hmm. the other daughter while this, what, 16-year-old is home in a mansion alone after she was just basically arrested for almost murdering somebody that they don't even yeah. know the true facts to. Like, being found with evidence that killed someone, one of her best friends. And they're like, oh, sweetheart, like, just watch the house. We're going to go see your sister. Oh, okay. Bye, mom and dad. I'll, I'll watch over the mansion for you. I'm only I'm only 16, though. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. We'll be back soon. Because it's not like, you know, one of us could totally just, like, stay, but we're not going to. So Yeah, like, like... totally one of them could definitely stay. <laughs> crazy. It's, it's crazy. Um... But also, um, besides that, another crazy thing is that Toby, even after Spencer has told him multiple times to leave her alone, mm-hmm. he will not listen. No. Nope. And um, turns out he made a rocking chair for her. And yeah. the rocking chair is so ugly. It, it, looks, it looks like a roach. I hate it. Um, <laughs> well, Spencer <laughs> loves it. But she has to she pretend did. that she hates it because she doesn't mm-hmm. want to be with Toby for some reason um yeah she's so, still convinced yeah. that if she's with toby he'll die <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep she is convinced and and when she's like no toby stay away he slams like the trunk of the truck mm-hmm. and he like goes <clears throat> and he like throws like a hissy fit and he leaves yeah he with does the rocking chair of course you know what too he didn't even like try to cover up the rocking chair again so it's just blowing in the wind and, like, <laughs> knocking over all over in his trunk the, tr- the bed of his truck you know i wish he would have just like threw the rocking chair at her and then left yes i would have loved you know what i would have loved if he put the rocking chair in front of his truck and ran it over in front of her Ooh, that would have yes yeah. yes yes splinters yes, yes. everywhere but it would have been good well, and then one of like the splinters got into her eyes and then spencer became <gasps> blind because karma for jenna yes wow we love a good karmic cycle and then his stepsister that he's had sex with before and his girlfriend Mm -hmm. that they broke up but he still loves are both blind and then he goes blind (laughs) (laughs) this is getting really dark um but yeah i I, blind it was it's funny to see like because before all the whole rocking chair thing he's like why won't you talk Mm -hmm. to me at least like at least talk to me and it's so pathetic seeing him, like, it in that is, way yeah. that it's so gross because Spencer's obviously, like, not phased. She's just like, I just can't, Toby. Get out of here. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. gosh, why? Just talk to me. Gosh, tell me, please. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're well, bothering me. He's in the, yeah, he's definitely, he also has no idea what's going on, too. So that's another thing. Oh, yeah, but, of course. Um, the next scene is, uh, we learn, this the big reveal that uh they are actually all faking it they still love each other it's beautiful 
yeah it is beautiful and they're all huddled in the abandoned greenhouse so they kept that set mm-hmm. and emily's just acting and she's happy she's like guys i'm doing so good right i'm, I'm doing so good like they totally believe we hate yeah. each other right like look how good i am i'm i should be an actress <laughs> and uh they turns out turns out they also like have a plan to bait a with mm-hmm. the box that of Allison's things that Jason gave to Arya because yeah. they think there's actually no evidence in that box but but unbeknownst to them there is evidence about A in that box that right we, you know because we learned about we learned about it um last episode yeah so um that's probably why A was so desperate because A might have known that like there are things that they gave Allison mm-hmm. you know in a threatening way that Allison could have kept so, which is kind of sad because they did have evidence they just didn't know it they might know it eventually, though. Maybe, but they they were playing with fire because they just used the box empty. They didn't even put anything in it. I know. Um, there's a couple things that happened be- before that, though, so we'll, we'll just get through those um, mm-hmm. because the empty box thing, I think the whole thing was actually done poorly on their part. Well, yeah. But um, after the whole reveal scene, um, it's lucas and hannah and something very awkward happens uh they they, they both arrive at hannah's home and caleb is just already there yes just he's just there. <laughs> waiting in the kitchen who yeah, knows how long he's been waiting there too he he probably hasn't eaten in months i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> i've been waiting for months hannah mm-hmm. just to see you i didn't know that caleb had left again um yeah, I don't I know if that either. was in the episode before the flashback episode, but supposedly in the time that that happened to now, mm-hmm. he went back to California to see his mom again. So that happened. Yeah, and Hannah is very happy to see him because they just start making out in front of Lucas. And yeah, Lucas is, so is just awkward. kind of like so confused because he was like, oh, I thought mm-hmm. I thought he was gone for good. I thought we were going to you know, finally be together forever. But it's fine. No worries. I'm glad that he's here now. And they're just like, and it's like, oh, okay, I'll just let myself out then. And you know what? I wonder if we're getting a smidge of the same jealous Lucas we were having before, like in season one. Because... I think a little the, bit. Yeah, because um, we can talk about it now because Lucas and Caleb have an interaction later on. Yeah. Um... And Lucas is outside because he's, you know, at the swim meet and he's obviously allergic to chlorine because why wouldn't he be? Because why not? He's a nerd, so he has allergies. So only yeah, nerds have course. allergies. Yep. <laughs> cool people don't have allergies. <laughs> exactly. Um, and Caleb comes outside to, to, to talk to him and um, Lucas is kind of being an asshole about about Caleb visiting um, California and, Cal- and mm-hmm. Lucas is like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, bro? Like, go or leave? What's up? Like, what's what's your future um, going to hold? Like, are you going to be with it? Are you going to stay yeah. with Anna or not? Like, what are you going to do? You got to figure it out right now. So, and you have to tell me right now. Yeah. And Caleb is kind of like, dude, chill. Like, when I have, yeah. when I have news, I'll tell you. Right. Um, and Lucas kind of frames the whole situation in, in like, oh, well, I'm just looking out for Hannah because I don't yeah. want you to, like, make a choice that hurts her, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm and surprised. Caleb is okay. I was just surprised that 
there's like Hannah and K- Lucas seem to be like close again. I know that they mm-hmm. kind of like rekindled a little bit in other episodes back, but I never thought they would like hang out again. Yeah, they I guess when Caleb is gone, Lucas like swoops in to hang out with her more. Uh, I think that's kind of weird. And maybe yeah, it's a little weird. Um, but maybe Lucas can kind of feel that because he knows that if Caleb believes, then Hannah will hang out with him more. I mean, so. I don't know if, like, because it's not, like, it hasn't really been put out there that Lucas is completely over Hannah. So, mm-hmm. I think it's a really odd situation because when Caleb does come into town, he does stay with Lucas. So, to have him, like, come back and forth and Lucas hang out with Hannah and then see him come and go and then, I don't mm-hmm. know, it's, just, it's a really weird situation to see. Yeah, and I I can't really get a read on Lucas as well. Like, I can't tell what his yeah. motive is, especially after the last flashback episode. I really right. don't know what's going on with him. I Yeah, you're exactly right. There's no really, like, evidence of, like, exactly what's happening with him. He's kind of, like, mm-hmm. again, he kind of just, like, pops up randomly. Like, we'll see, like, episodes and episodes where he's not there, and then he'll just show up, mm-hmm. like, for the whole episode. So, yeah. it's just kind of strange to see him come and go like that. It's... A, a lot so trying to understand like what what is his motive now because now that we saw the flashback episode it seemed like he was helping a in the beginning mm-hmm. so and we're and, not really sure if he's doing that now or what exactly is going on with yeah him. see i don't know my my theory is that he's not really doing that kind of stuff anymore but mm-hmm. after the whole weird like sport betting website i don't know <laughs> right yeah I, yeah it's uh, just he's really hard to read at the moment mm-hmm. uh, and we'll just mention real quickly that there is an extra scene um like before that of once again emily and spencer um at the at the ticket sales for the swim meet um mm-hmm. they emily and spencer kind of have like another little fight and everybody is watching including toby yeah so everyone's kind of watching them detail. like fake fight because they're acting yeah and everyone mm-hmm. sees it's toby's there garrett's there caleb's there lucas is there like everyone's watching them do their fake fight so but i think that they're Could fighting be because yeah i think they're fighting though because garrett's there because they start yelling about the box too so right i think yeah. they wanted garrett to hear it because they again they think that garrett is a right essentially after that whole fight thing uh we have the Ezra confessing his love, <laughs> that whole saga, and then we finally get to the um, the meeting that Emily has with A. Mm-hmm. So the th- the fake meeting, the fake, uh, meeting. and all while yeah. like we can just talk about it now because all these little multiple scenes kind of happen where. Mm-hmm. The girls are actually supposed to be there with Emily while she's, like, doing the thing, but not, like, yeah. in the same place. And they all kind of get caught up in something else. So Their own drama. Right. So, how Arya, when she was sent to her room, now she's stuck in her room. Mm-hmm. Um, so, everything, everyone's kind of, like, stuck. So, Emily's there alone, waiting for A. She is there alone. And um, Hannah, she's stuck because turns out her father decided to come back to rosewood to speak mm-hmm. to ashley and hannah together yeah and tom throws a bomb news them. Is, he does a, a stinky bomb you know he throws a stink bomb at them and it blinds them forever i mean uh, the audacity of tom <laughs> is is wild it is and he tells them that he's he has the audacity to move back to rosewood and isabel is an yep. idiot 
Because yep. she's deciding to move closer to the woman that he had an affair with. It, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't it make sense. It doesn't make any sense. And I think this is the storyline where they have more Kate kind of like trying to ruin yep. Hannah's life. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Tom is like, oh, I know what would be great and what would make my, my daughter happy is I'll just move back. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I think it definitely is a vehicle to get Kate closer to Hannah. Mm-hmm. I do think that. But um, then Spencer, she's held up because Toby decided to come over to her house and confront her yep. for once and for all. He can't, he can't and help himself. He just, he loves her so much. Nope. He's got to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they actually have like a shouting fight. And I yeah. have to say that for the first time ever, that actor who, who plays Toby, not a bad job. Not a bad job. Not a bad job, but the Toby character himself, for him coming back just to confront Spencer again was just annoying. What is it going to help that you guys are shouting at each other? Mm-hmm. Well, interestingly, he comes over because after seeing the fight at the swim meet, he oh, yeah. has like this thing where he's like telling Spencer, you know, I don't want you yelling at Emily and you're acting like Allison before she died. Yeah. So, so he basically like, just came over to be like, you need to stop hurting Emily's feelings because I care about mm-hmm. her. Even though uh, he's stupid because he's not seeing all all of the signs of it being fake. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> But, I mean, it's not his fault know. that he doesn't know that, but it's definitely Spencer's fault for the lack of communication where she could have just been like, listen, Toby, this is what's going on. He'll th- he would understand. If she just been like, hey, there's somebody named A and that you're messing true. with me, he would be like, oh, okay, let me help you get through with this. Hey, Toby, guess what? She threatened me and I need to keep you safe. He would just be like, oh, okay, but you don't have to break up with me, right? I guess not, but, you know, just like talk to him. Yeah. And, and like he could help you. Why do you have to like, yeah, leave I do him have in to the dark that- and make him look like an idiot? You're right. I think he would be understanding, considering he was helping her so much before. You're right. right. He would be understanding. But, of course, Spencer has to be dramatic. Yeah, of course. So so, so she's stuck there trying to, like, get out of his mm-hmm. way. So, because he's like, you can't treat her like that. You guys are best friends. You're acting like <laughs> Allison. And then she's like, Toby, you don't understand. And she, like, runs away. And he doesn't understand because she's actually going to uh, go help Emily. Um, right. And when she arrives to the greenhouse where the whole, where the whole deal is taking place, mm-hmm. Spencer is talking so loud on her phone. <laughs> what is that? It is what it is. I mean, <laughs> they're trying to be sneaky and trying to catch A and they're just like talking super loud. But another yeah. thing, while <sighs> Arya is stuck in her room, she tries to mm-hmm. sneak out because she has to go meet them. She has to go and of course. You know, go through with the plan, of course. And Mike catches her because he's always somewhere. And mm-hmm. he's like, you're not going to go see Ezra, right? And she's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, all right, I'll true. help you. He helps her sneak mm-hmm. out of the house. When she could have definitely been lying because she's been lying ever since she's been dating Ezra. So how did he not know that she w- didn't go to see him? Well, because this is the sweet, naive version of Mike. He's no longer right. a rebel. He's no right. longer depressed. Right. He's just a sweet child. Sweet and he has no idea what's going on. And helpful. Yes. You know what's weird, too? He said the reason that he... The reason... The only reason that he punched Ezra is because he didn't want his dad to. Which I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe it. He is definitely another person that's difficult to read. And now that he's medicated, mm-hmm. I think it's making it even harder. Actually, yeah. Uh, so, so, there's that. Yeah, so 
Arya, she ends up getting out. Spencer does too. And Hannah does as well. Um, I don't, mm-hmm. We don't know how, but she does. And Emily is in the greenhouse and she has the box. And that same hooded and gloved figure is there. Yeah. And of course, you can't see the person's face. Mm-hmm. But Emily, she's like getting closer and closer without opening the box yet to A. This was And crazy. Um, I know. And... Emily has this whole speech, and at the end, she she says, oh, we tricked you, and then, like, opens up the empty box. Why? But the thing is, why, why would you, why, why Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that before you even knew who the person was? Exactly. You, what you want to do is get closer and closer so you can see past the shadows. Exactly. And then hear them talk as well. I mean, and, that's how it works. And pl- yeah, and play it up until the very last moment to get the most and information. And then once you see them and go, ha ha, pranked ya, look at the cameras, you've been punked, <laughs> and then, like, it's been you the whole time, but they didn't, she did. She mm-hmm. just, like, didn't do that, so, of course, they got away. They, yeah, they, they, at- obviously, they attack Emily, yeah. and, uh, she, you know, all the girls them. rush in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and... A eventually gets away and like runs into the forest, and obviously the girls go after that. Um, A, and before and she's... well, no, actually, before yeah. that, Hannah before hits that. A. Yeah, Hannah hits hits A with her car. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is that when A gets hit with the car, they just get up and run away. Like they're not even phased. Yeah. Like you just got hit with a car. You're not even hurt. Maybe, maybe it's like the adrenaline of like maybe. Oh maybe. my god, maybe. I, I can accept that, um, but I still feel like you would have at least been, like, down for a second. But no, it was, like, got hit up in the woods. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, lose A in the woods, of, of course. Yeah. And um, they, <laughs> they somehow make their way back to the greenhouse mm-hmm. where they see that it hasn't all been for naught because they find that A, when, when Hannah hit them with her car, mm-hmm. uh, they dropped their cell phone. Which somehow I mean, still works. It is a clue. Is it mm-hmm. the answer they needed? No. But will a cell phone work? I think so. I think it should be fine. Yeah, they could clue. have. Because also, think about it this way. the Obviously, A probably has two phones. You know, one to text oh, the girls yeah. and one that's personal. I, so I, yeah, I, I feel think like that... True. Yeah, and if A has other minions, they could see them probably in the contacts. Mm-hmm. So there's I, that. I am looking forward to see, like, what exactly they can figure out from just a phone. Because mm-hmm. if Emily just waited a couple seconds longer, they could have had the person. But yeah. I'll take a phone. We'll take the phone for now. Honestly, they should have used um, Emily as a double agent and had Emily work with A. I know. I mean, I was waiting for it to go a little bit longer. And then she just opens the box. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's empty. And she's like, ha, see? All this for nothing. And then A throws her, like, across the room. like why would you like a monster yeah and it's like why would you why wouldn't you just be like make fake evidence and be like the girls took it or something but i need your help like i don't know like could have went like a hundred different ways but of course it went the way that they only get one thing which is the phone and i do know that next episode because well first of all actually before i even say that yeah there is an a ending there is an a there is an a ending 
And we see, um, of course, we don't see A, but we see them, like, go back to their own car. Mm-hmm. And they realize that they dropped their phone. And they start just, like, punching their car. They start punching the car. And they punch out the car, like, mirror. So I'm yeah. hoping that we see, like, cars in the next episode and one of the mirrors is punched. Oh, and they yeah. can be like, oh, is that A's car? Well, of course, they wouldn't know it's A's car, but the audience But we would, would know. Right. Yeah, we would know. Yeah, because they, they punched out the, the driver's window side thing the side mirror mirror yeah okay yeah um i didn't think but about that but that could be a clue to look out for i know i for I, sure. I feel like that won't happen that's kind of like my dream mm-hmm. land but yeah it would be cool if they did but i feel like they won't but i mean this was kind of a step forward like now we kind of have something to figure out like one step closer mm-hmm. to figuring out a or one of a's minions and if it's lucas i'm gonna be like yeah of course See, I have a feeling that, because I saw the thumbnail for the next episode, mm-hmm. and it's Caleb, like, on the computer, so I think <laughs> they're going to have Caleb hack the phone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> of course. And, because the phone is passcode protected. We saw that yeah. on the thing. So, yeah. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they do find Lucas's name on If it. that I does like they will. happen... Don't they have to tell Caleb whose phone they're hacking? Because that, that already happened mm-hmm. once, and he was kind of like, why am I hacking someone's phone you stole? And yeah. it turns out it was Jenna's, and he's like, you stole from a blind person? So <laughs> I really am curious to see if he is the one that's going to hack the phone, what lie or truth they are going to tell him. That is that truth. is interesting. Yeah, it could end up putting another rift between Caleb and Hannah and could push Caleb to California. Ooh. We'll see. We'll see. And then Lucas could slip in. Yep. Well, he might be slipping out because if his name's on that phone. And literally. (laughs) Well, yeah, we don't know. Exactly. Speaking of slipping in and out, uh, (laughs) next episode. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Next episode is episode 15, and it has a really interesting title. Um, It's A Hot Piece of A. Yep. That's the next episode. Quirky. (laughs) Which I kind of like that title. Clever. (laughs) It's 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 a title, um, but yeah, I'm interested yeah. to see what's because we're basically we're almost done with season two, and I'm yeah. I'm worried that it's going to be like another repeat of season one where we're not actually going to get an A reveal, and if that happens, I'm going to be really let down. My the- my my prediction is that we're not going to get an A reveal um, this season, but we'll get a reveal of who Jenna and Garrett really are and who they work for, or if they're just working alone. I so we'll get that. a reveal on what they are. Season mm-hmm. three, I think, is the the, the season of a third times reveals. a charm. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Exactly. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. It does. Um, and I can't wait to see if they find Lucas's name. If he's in trouble, <laughs> he might be in trouble. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Popular Table Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at popular underscore table on all those platforms. Also, please leave a rate and review on Apple Pod- on Apple Podcasts. That's where you usually listen to podcasts. Don't look at me like that. I'm not <laughs> also, looking at you. <laughs> also, we will be posting new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're watching along with us, we would love to see your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram about the episode. Even if you aren't watching along, share what you think anyways. Thanks for listening and see you at the popular table.